Hey everyone, welcome to the Michigan Beer Pursuit Podcast. My name is Chris. You are joining me for episode 55, or as my Red Wings fans would say, the Keith Primo episode, or Larry Murphy, or perhaps most recently Nick Cronwall. A lot of notable guys uh, wearing number 55, number 55 on their sweater for the week, so kind of sweet. This episode, I'm going to try and not say um or uh. 5,000 times like I did before I had to re-record this last episode, so uh, trying hard. My companion for the podcast today is Upper Hands Wapatui, and it's a fruit bomb. It's like a fruit sour. This thing's pretty sweet. It's uh, 8.5%. It's made with pineapple, orange, guava, mango, passion fruit, cherry, lemon, and lime. Yeah, pretty solid. Um, I crushed a couple eternity beers on the, on the research portion of this podcast it was um when i have Thai boxer and pink berry pink berry haze something along those lines great beers check these guys out they just had a haze event first hazy beers they've done so they did a whole event had four or five on tap had some canned up so i stopped in there and got some i uh also had a trip to mackinac recently uh, pretty fun i've never been up there never been to the up either so uh we stopped at boathouse brewing in Tawas. if you've not been to Tawas yet this is such a cool cool city uh, my parents always go there. I didn't know there was a brewery there uh, until recently. So we check out Boathouse Brewing in Tawas. I tried, I think every beer they they made. They had a uh, they had a Belgian, which was great. Um, I didn't try their Beach Blonde. I tried their Honey Lavender, Dirty Ore Double IPA. So pretty cool beers. Uh, didn't look like they made them in house, but good beers regardless. Next stop was at Elcona Brew House in Harrisville. Had some cool beers there. I had a Pilsner, Hefeweizen, a Kolsch, a Lager. Pretty typical of a uh, you know a German style um, brew house there, and then stopped in uh, Austin Brothers got some food, and tried the um, the Keller beer. It was uh, even besser, so perfect uh, perfect serving glass and everything. They did that right. That was awesome. Uh, great beer. Super busy too for uh, I think we we're there on Thursday, so that was cool to see, and a nice little uh, we'll call it a thoughtful perspective. Um, you know, I don't have random question of the day or anything because uh, who wants to hear me ramble on about that? But something neat that I saw Shorts post. Um, I know they, you know, posted b- before about just like bullying and and stuff in there inside their their brew house. But something they were just kind of you know bringing to light again is their uh, their quote unquote enough is enough. Um, so basically, what they said was that summer business brings the return of customers who swear yell. Laugh in our face, name call, belittle, bring us to tears, and threaten negative comments, reviews, or to never come back. Spoiler alert, this year they they are relentless as ever. Restaurants like ours staff good humans to provide quality service to the best of our abilities. We are doing the best we can with what we have, and that often means short staff during peak business levels with guests yelling in our faces. Sadly, this is the norm in the service industry, just ask anyone in, in it. First and foremost, we will not tolerate this negative behavior. We will always have our staffs back, so don't be a jerk. And secondly, good things take time. If you come here during the busiest time of the year, you're going to wait, period. And we've streamlined our operation to create an experience that takes half the time it has taken in recent years. Plus, you can enjoy a beverage hangout until your table's ready. We're not perfect. Things don't always go according to plan. We welcome your constructive feedback so we can keep learning and adapting. But if you can't be kind, we can't help you. So nice little, you know, thoughtful perspective as you uh go about your day um you know whether you agree or disagree you know it's kind of one of those things we're um you know seeing more uh more and more here that maybe the customer always isn't right um you know i've spent uh 
16, almost 17 years in the, in the retail industry. And, uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough. Sometimes you get, you know, customers you just can't, just can't make happy. So there's your thoughtful perspective for the day. Uh, as far as news goes, uh, Fermentus for all you home brewers, Fermentus is releasing a safe brew, uh, BR eight, they're calling it. And basically this is going to be a, uh, a Brett, a Brett yeast. So what they've, uh, what they've put out, you know, for an article, uh, basically says the wild yeast Brettanomyces has made a comeback in the global beer industry in recent years. In response to its newfound popularity, Fermentus is launching its first Brett and dry microgranular format. So BR8 offers brewers of all, all the flavor, all the flavorful benefits of Brettanomyces, but with more control and reliability selected specifically for secondary fermentation in bottles and or casks. Um, so pretty neat. I won't go into the, uh, on the, uh, nerd part of this with all the phenols and yada, yada, but kind of sweet. You can get, uh, you know, like, like they said, the dry, you know, BR eight pack and, and, uh, you know, it'll be a secondary fermentation in, in your, in your bottles and cans. So kind of cool checking that out. All the home brewers. Um, I didn't see it at Hopcraft. I didn't see it at Hopcraft supply yet. And this is actually who I've swapped to since, since uh, Adventures in Homebrewing sold to uh, sold to more beer, so or whoever Northern Brewer or something, but I've been using Hopcraft. They're out of Saginaw. Pretty sweet. That's like five dollar Michigan shipping. So all, all you Michiganders, only five dollars. You know, flat rate shipping, and and they have a really really cool selection of uh, you know yeast, hops, malt, all that good stuff. Um, equipment, everything you can imagine. Michigan Brewers Guild. They had a great state, great beer state video release they had some like vip stuff going on around the time of the uh the last beer festival but it's celebrating their 25th anniversary it's runtime is about an hour and 20 minutes uh they haven't released any like dates that they're going to have this uh being aired i guess they're doing it at some of the other like you know brewers guild breweries and stuff like that uh, over the next few months and then um you might be able to see it or, or get it at the october beer fest so uh, we'll see. Not a whole lot of news on that um, or info on that. Events coming up. The Great Lakes Beer Festival is August 20th in Midland. Burning Foot is August 27th in Muskegon. And then we have the Mount Pleasant Craft Beer Festival uh, September 24th in Mount Pleasant. So some events. Uh, summer's been busy. August is going to be busy. Got a lot of good stuff. Uh, and brewers have been busy too. We got, let's see, 19 new beers to announce for new brews for this week. Uh, the first one's a collab with Arclight Brewing and Viking Artisan Ales out of Indiana. They did a Berliner, Berliner Weiss called Puohana, and this one is a fruited, uh, fruited sour with mango, passion fruit, pineapple, coconut cream, and Lehigh powder at 4%. Arctic Circle has a new imperial pastry stout called Big Debbie Little Swiss at 9.2%, made with Little Debbie Swiss rolls. They also have a American Amber Lager, just released at 5%, called Dawn FM. Ascension Brewing, they have a new New England IPA called Cosmos at 7%. This one's brewed in dry hop strata. Big Heart has a Belgian strong ale called Heart of Gold. This one's 9.5%, uh, made with grapefruit and coriander. Brewery Outre, they have uh, a sour called Rose, Rose Sour or Rose Sour, fermented with Zinfandel grape juice at 6%. And then they also have a rhubarb saison. Brewed with 100% Michigan-grown ingredients, they used Empire malts, they used local hops, and 75 pounds of rhubarb from Twisted Hops Farm in Plainwell. So a pretty neat little deal there. A new brewery, too. Next one is a collab between Berserk and Guardian. 
they did a sour called Katharina. Um, this one's made with 66 pounds of blueberries and cherry. Dog and Pony Show, they have a new Pilsner called Turbo Prop Pills. This one's 5.3% made with uh, Michigan Super Sizer and then dry hopped with Falconer's Flight. Drafting Table, they have a new Berliner Weiss called Fuzzy Feelings. This one's a peach Berliner with uh, vanilla and lactose. This one's coming soon. Eastern Market, they have a new stout called Coconut Vanilla White Coffee Stout. This one's a 6.8% stout featuring Ash Coffee's Ethiopian Roast. Attorney Brewing, they have Pinkberry Haze. Like I said, I drank that earlier today. Uh, 7.4%. 7. This is their uh, Chet Haze, and then they added Pineberry Puree to it. Guardian Brewing has Cat and Stoat, which is a Belgian IPA at 6.4%. Which is kind of like a uh, what they say a perfect blend between a saison and IPA, kind of neat. Loaded dice. They have a new hazy lager called Running Cold. Uh, this is a lager dry hopped with Moteca at six point one percent. North Center Brewing has a new ESB called Jimmy English. They took their Bobby English but aged it in Jim Beam barrels at six percent. Pink Barrel Cellars. They have a new saison with honey and lavender. Uh, this one's a light sessionable saison brewed with saison yeast, alfalfa honey, and then dry hopped with lavender at three point eight percent. Railtown Brewing, they have a new hazy IPA called 66 Grand. This is a 5.6% beer. Rustic Leaf has their version of a hazy IPA called Hazy Little Clouds. 6.4% uh, dry hopped with Citra and Vic Secret. Shandorf has another hazy IPA called Jewel Runner. This one's double dry hopped with Idaho Gem, Citra, and Mosaic at 7.5%. So there's your new brews for the week. Get out and check these guys out. Support your, uh, your local Michigan breweries. You know, I mentioned we were going to do a segment on, on CBD and THC beer, which is kind of interesting. Did some research on this and, you know, just skimming the surface here. But, you know, cannabis, you, you know, you hear danky hops, you hear something along those lines. But cannabis is a close cousin with hops. So in the same kind of family, both have terpenes, which are the aroma or aromatic compounds that are found in, in many plants that give them the smell. They also lend aromas such as floral, citrus, piney, and fruity. So uh, THC is alcohol-soluble alcohol at an ABV of 8% or higher. So typically when they're when they're brewing these uh, THC beers, they recommend doing like a double IPA so you get that high ABV. And the higher al alcohol content, the better the THC extraction. So how they get these these compounds into the beer um, is, a, is a process called decarboxylization and this process of heating uh, which is a more effective way of doing so or aging cannabis in order to activate THC so without doing this it won't have any psychoactive properties um, you're only going to get flavor out of it the process involves running your hops through a French press and this is for the heating the heating one uh, the process involves running your your hops through a French press for a few days and then you boil it for only one to two minutes you then break up the buds, put it in the oven, and you can range it anywhere from 45 to 90 minutes and anywhere from 200 degrees to 300 degrees. So the lower the temperature, the less THC extraction, but less damage to the terpenes. So higher the temp, the more grassy the flavor, um, but you get it done quicker. And so when you're done with that, what you're going to want to do is dry hop. Um, so you want to you know, select hops that are going to balance this flavor and aroma. So avoid the catty, the danky, the grassy hops. Um, and they recommend that Citra, Lemon Drop, Moteca, Equinot, and Amarillo are, are good hops to, to mesh with that. And so you're just going to dry hop like you would actual hops in this, in this uh, scenario. Adding CBD 
um, is a little bit different. It's, you know, another one of the active ingredients in cannabis um, with advertised effects of relaxation, other health benefits. Don't CBD products that don't have THC, um, like CBD tinctures or isolates, are not water soluble. So that's the conundrum here. How do you get them into your beer? Basically, I found that you basically make like a hemp tea and then add it into secondary. So kind of like, you know, you're using, you're using actual, uh, you know, buds to dry hop. You're going to make some sort of tincture, um, you know, or some sort of tea and then add that into the secondary. Um, there's a lot of other proprietary or trade secret methods for emulsifying CBD into a liquid. Um, obviously, I don't know what those are. Um, otherwise, it would be rich. Make your money off uh, CBD drinks. Um, but Keith Villa, is uh, he was the creator of Blue Moon who also worked for Molson Coors. He opened an entire brewery dedicated to this in, in Colorado. So it's um, Saria, I think it's pronounced C-E-R-I-A. And he doesn't actually put alcohol in his THC beers. So likes to keep them, you know, straight up THC, doesn't want the uh, the crossfade in there. And he actually wrote a book on it too called Brewing with Cannabis. So you can get this from the Brewers Guild. Um, and you can also get it on, of course, Amazon. Uh, check it out. I think it's only like 12, 14 bucks, something like that. So... Um, not really legal through, you know, your your typical like distribution channels or or anything like that or commercially. So it's pretty much all homebrew at this point, as far as um, as far as like CBD and THC beers, as far as as far as I know. So, you know, some pros and cons there. You know, definitely if someone you know wants an alternative method for uh, you know ingesting this uh, kind of substance and doesn't want the uh, the smoke or the edibles, something along those lines. You know, a lot of pros. Um, you know, some of the cons. Not sure. I'm not sure. Illegal, maybe. Um, I know there was a part of the research that they've done, but it it basically inhibits like the gag reflex. So they're worried about, you know, over drinking and it won't allow you to actually like vomit or anything like that when you're when your body typically would tell you to, you know, and, and could uh, could increase the chances of like alcohol poisoning or something along those lines. But I don't know, kind of neat. I never really have given much thought to uh, THC or, or CBD beers or, or seen much of it, but you never know. You know, non-alcoholic beers are making a comeback. I think seltzers are, are kind of on the way out. So who knows? Who knows what's in store for this uh, craft community and, and uh, craft beer scene and, and whatever. Coming up next for Michigan Beer Pursuit, a couple beer festivals this month, you know, going to the, going to the Burning Foot, going to the going to the um, Great Lakes Beer Festival as well as far as beers go Cosmic Punch IPA is done I'm kegging that up soon that one uh, smells great can't wait to try that one Hefeweizen that one's next got to redo the Rye IPA and then my, my dad and uncle have been bugging me for a, a Shores beer so same recipe Justin and I did for the Urban Rest competition uh, which we had really good feedback on and stuff so I'm going to be a real big batch of that can it for these guys and them on their happy way but all right folks until then until next time drink michigan drink local cheers hey friends if you're a fan of the content uh, make sure you follow us on instagram at my beer pursuit on our website at michiganbeerpursuit.com and on facebook under that same name uh, as always cheers guys drink local